Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. And to quote my good friend Rich Lerner on Golf Channel, Golf Central, the longest drought or pause in professional golf on the PGA Tour since World War II has come to an end. 90-plus days, three months, and uh, here we are playing golf again in Fort Worth at Colonial Country Club. Very exciting stuff to talk about. We'll get into all of that about golf's return. Of course, all the efforts the PGA Tour is making in order to keep players, caddies, volunteers, and all of those safe in the bubble that is the PGA Tour's traveling circus at the moment. Also, We'll talk about uh, some of the other storylines from the players and how they're doing. Bob, did you hear what I said? We have storylines to talk about. Yes, we do. We got players. we We can talk about scores. We can talk about how people are doing out on the golf course, not just speculation. You know, the interesting thing is that, you know, in, in watching the broadcast, watching the rounds being played, you know, you're watching the players. It all looks the same, except there's nobody standing at the rope. And no, no one's saying anything. Yeah. You know, there's a few people mingling about. I don't know if they're volunteers or what they happen to do, but you'll hear a smattering of applause here or there and players instinctively raising the hands. You know, <laughs> I, I think you just have to, in your mind, this is the way I look at it, Bob. I, in your mind, you have to consider if you hit a spectacular shot that there is a roar of a crowd. In your mind, there has got to be a roar going off because oh, yeah. that is what fuels you. That's what's, that's what's normal. That's what drives you. And I think uh, that is, I, I, I 100% have not having talked to those guys, not being on the grounds, I'll bet there are some roars going off in the guys' heads when they're making some putts or, or hitting some great shots. Yeah, and uh, I'll guarantee exactly what you said is happening. Um, you know, guys envision, they, they play, they understand what what it feels like to compete and i'll bet you they're just pumped that they've got the juices flowing again justin thomas um said in in one of his interviews that that yeah he was a little nervous to get started because everything's kind of so weird but the other thing i thought was kind of weird too is how guys reacted to each other when they finished their rounds you know they they'd walk over normally taking off their hat 
going over to shake hands and that kind of thing. And everybody's kind of staying apart or fist bumping or, or elbow bumping, that kind of thing. So it's, it's still pretty kind of weird. It is. It's different, but it's great to see golf out there. It doesn't have the same professional sport event feel that you come to know and love for major professional sports because of the crowds. Nonetheless, we do have a leaderboard. We have people playing. It's good stuff. We'll get into it all next. Thanks for joining us. Golf is back, and you're listening to Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. So excited that golf is back. And with golf being back and being played on the PGA Tour, it's most likely that I think I heard a stat 95% of golf courses around the country are open as well. So it's a perfect time to get out to CallawayGolf.com and order your new 2020 Chrome Soft. Chrome Soft uh, takes tour performance to another level, earning five out of five stars in performance. And feel the newly re-engineered 2020 Chrome Soft received a gold rating on Golf Digest hot list, and you can order it today at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, I would recommend throwing triple track on there. You know, Bob gave me a triple track uh, ball that because I, I was out. So I've run through them all, and I went and just dropped a little 67 on him. Yeah, I did. I did just bring That's that up right. again. I rolled in eight yes, birdies with that sucker, Bob. I mean, what? What? Why wouldn't yes, you bring you that up? It's it's good stuff. The ball is awesome. I would definitely recommend. Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X from Callaway. All right, <clears throat> Bob, uh, let's get into we, – we've got on the back nine, hour number two, we're going to welcome in our good buddy Rex Hoggard. And uh, he's going to break down uh, the first two rounds, and we'll talk about, you know, the storylines from Colonial. But let's just start first impressions because this is one of those unique – scenarios where for the first time on Thursday morning you were able to flip the television on or the app or however you happen to watch your golf and consume the action you were able to turn it on and watch what were your initial impressions when you saw again Ryan Palmer hit the first tee shot he's a colonial member uh, and then there was a moment of silence at 846 which I thought was really well done and, and then just seeing golf and the action that was played, what what was some of your initial reactions and uh, some of the golf that you saw from some of the, the big names that we've been wondering about? Well, first of all, um, I think in listening to the players earlier on in the week, as they were built, as we were building up to this, um, them teeing off on Thursday morning, um, a lot of the players were saying, wow, you know, it just feels kind of normal, just like a Tuesday morning or whatever. We're, you know, we're getting ready to play. Um, you know, we're getting used to a golf course. And then, you know, Thursday comes around. And as I said before, you're seeing guys hit shots, but there's nobody around. So, you know, I, I think it's awesome. This is a great golf course. It's, it's a wonderful, uh, feel to it. Plus, you know, it gives a lot of guys an opportunity to win this week. And I, I, I was just excited to see to see golf, to see live competitive golf back on TV again and to see how the guys were getting themselves around the golf course. Yeah, you know, and you, it, again, as we mentioned, it was different with the silence. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the guys had their game faces on. You, you can't just because the atmosphere is different, the money isn't different. The points no. are the points aren't any different. No, nope, your leg your legacy and the the ramifications of your performance in this event are aren't any different. And so it's it's one of those things where it it's still while it's a little quiet, it still has that same competitive feel. I thought it was yep. great. You know, we talked about some of the things that we were wondering about. How would the caddy player interaction go? Yes. Uh, Look, they just, it, it appears to me that they Very said, normal. forget about whatever regulations that they are recommending. If I'm going to play my best golf, it's got to be the way I play golf. And part of that is handing the caddy the club and the caddy handing me the club. And if that's your routine, now your dad, Bob, your dad pulled all his own clubs, right? I mean, that was that was part of his deal. He did pull all of his own clubs out of the bag. That was part of his pre-shot routine. 
but he would also always hand the, the club back. You know, I would clean it off or the caddy would clean it off. Um, he wanted to take the head cover off the club. He, he wanted to do all that stuff, but yet, you know, the, the caddy keeps the clubs clean, keeps them in the right order, in the right spots in the golf bag. Um, so that, so there's no confusion. It's, um, it was fun to see some of the best players in the world back out competing again. I mean, this is a stacked field, uh, 18 out of the top 25 players in the world are playing all the top five players in the world are playing. Um, just to see how they came out of the how the came out of the shoot on Thursday, to see who was working hard and in top form, um, and and who was you know kind of lackluster and not not good form. So um, just just all really really good stuff to be able to consume and to look at and to watch. And I, I'll tell you what, I woke up on Thursday morning and I was ready, man. At ten o'clock, I you know at ten o'clock, I'm I'm putting on golf channel and I'm wanting to see what's going on and, and they're going back and forth a little bit. And then finally, once it came on, man, I was glued. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it did feel a little bit different Thursday morning. Like this is something, you know, this is something different. This is something to be excited about. This is something to look yep. forward to. It's not a major championship, but it almost had that feel of something that, that you've anticipated and waited for. So yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, a couple of things. I mean, Her- Harold Varner, the third, how about that? I mean, for yep. him, and and all that he has done over the last uh, several weeks with uh, addressing the social injustices that we have witnessed in this country and the, the fallout and all that's ensued. And for him uh, to, to spend the time and to speak up and speak out and uh, share his experiences and his leadership, I thought was fantastic. And then for him to come out, understanding that golf is his platform, and as he said after his first round, you know, I, I get it. We're going to go back to work as soon as I'm done. But right now I'm working and I realize with my platform comes playing good golf. And so he went out there and he played good golf and he shot a 63 to tie Justin Rose for the uh, opening round lead. I thought it was fantastic and, and a huge story that uh, can, you know will be continued to develop. But you know there's, there's a guy that has been on the tour for several years. He's still looking for that first W. He's been in a position like this in the past and uh, we'll see if how, he, how he continues to, to play out uh, through, the, through the rest of this event. So um, looking at his stats for the first round, which is really cool because his greens and regulation in the first round, 100 percent. He hit 18 greens and regulation in the first round. And as you're talking about that platform, you know, that's a way to put a put a asterisk on or or a mark on that statement, an exclamation point Um, driving accuracy. Or driving distance, he hit at 308 yards and, and hit 71% of his fairways. That's a great percentage, 71%. Anything over 70 is phenomenal on the PGA Tour. And then he had uh, strokes game putting in that first round, 2.9 over the field. So Plus he's um, rocking the Jordan gear, which looks fantastic out there. Yeah, yeah. and it, so he played some great golf and good, good for him uh, for being able to not only – um, speak his mind and, and like you said, uh, be a spokesman, but also to be able to separate that and, and go out on his platform and say, yeah, this is what I do. And, um, 
and play well under those situations. Yeah, spoke with the clubs, uh, no doubt about it. So Justin Rose, the other uh, interesting story, speaking of clubs, of course, he officially split with Hanma, who he had a contract to play golf with. And let's not forget, in his second event with Hanma, he went out and won at Torrey Pines and then kind of struggled a little bit. So uh, he officially uh, split uh, before the COVID. He's been out playing kind of a mixed bag, and he had some TaylorMade stuff in, which he was with TaylorMade for a long time. He had a Cobra fairway wood in there. He had some Titleist, um, I, I think, uh, wedges and, and, and things like that. So it, pretty interesting to, to see that he's maybe gone back to what was comfortable to him for the, the last 20 years, and it, here he is playing golf like he knows he can when he was well, he number start- one in the world. You know, when, when in the, in the first round back from such a long layoff, three months, you know, he starts out birdie, birdie, birdie. And, and that's a phenomenal way to start a golf tournament. And then he comes back and shoots, um, four under par on his back nine of the first round back. When, when you do that, you know, all the preparation that you put into it during that time off, you know, you're recharging your batteries, you're doing whatever you need to do. He was able to to be in good form and and peak form as he played his first round there at Colonial. A couple other guys that we need to mention. Uh, we mentioned Justin Rose, Justin Thomas playing well. Uh, Jordan Spieth, he was a big question mark. Uh, Brooks Kepka, we got to talk about Brooks. And then Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, oh. good grief. He's like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man out there. He's just, he's like, he's like 10 times the size that you would he's expect. He's not cushy and puffy like that, though. Well, no, I, I get that he put on, what, 20 pounds of muscle yep. in the gym uh, over the, but he just is. He's yoked, and he's the thing thick. is, he's just, yeah, thick is the right word. It's not like he's walking around like Kepka out there, like he looks like an Adonis. He looks too big for his frame. I'm not I'm not criticizing him. I'm way too big for my frame, I can tell you that, and I am squishy. But uh, it, it is, it's 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 kind of a little surprising when you, when you look on TV and say, wow, that's Bryson DeChambeau. So anyway, we'll talk about those players and other storylines as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Golf is back, and we appreciate you being with us right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. It's time to tee it up at Uinta Golf's Father's Day sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus traded towards any tailor-made inline golf clubs. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag. And introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. You went to golf Father's Day sale going on now. You went to golf. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick Driver, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com, or better yet, just pick one up at your favorite pro shop or um, Greengrass or what have you and go out there and bash it. Hit some bombs like Phil and the others with the new Maverick driver. All right, Bob, uh, looking at, uh, again, first impressions of golf being back and played on the PGA Tour, stick, sticking with the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial. Uh, Got to go with uh, Dallas native Jordan Spieth. Now, this is a guy that we talked about throughout the off, uh, I was going to say off season, through the break of the COVID <laughs> shutdown, uh, where we wondered, okay, what is Jordan you know, going to be up to? Now, if you're Jordan Spieth and you're, you're working through some swing changes, if you've got some things that you need to work on, if you're struggling with some confidence issues and things of that nature, one of the best things that could ever happen to Jordan was the COVID break. Here yeah. he gets three months to go out there and work with his coach. He gets to do it in private. You know, one of the challenges when you are playing on the PGA Tour is when you're going through changes, when you're trying to work on some things, the best way to gauge where you stand in that process is to go out and compete. But when you're out there competing, you're under the scrutiny of the fans, you're under the scrutiny of the media, and it's a bit of a confidence thing, right? Because you want to go out and play your best on the stage, but at the same time, you're trying to be committed to the changes you're making, which oftentimes leads you to play less than your best out on the underneath the big spotlight in the bright light. So when you've got a, a case where Jordan's been working on some things, he can do it in private for three months off. He can then come back to an event without any fans. In his hometown. 
Right, and so the grass is the same. It's very familiar uh, with the with the the, the environment, all that. Yeah, and, and it's quiet. So he, again, he doesn't have any fans kind of ribbing him. There's not you know particular media coverage that that's surrounding him. Although he would answer a couple of questions. So I can't think of a more ideal scenario for Jordan Spieth. And how great was it to see him come back in his first competitive round back and fire that sixty five? I thought that was tremendous. It was. The, the thing that the other thing I was thinking as you were as you were talking about all this is that the noise that that is around for these guys. I mean, Jordan Spieth coming off his 2015 year, you know, we we all know he wins the Masters that year. He follows it up with the U.S. Open. He's got a chance to win the British Open. And everybody's talking about, you know, career grand slam in a single year and and all this. He comes back a few years later, wins the British Open, has a chance. So now he's only one away from from a career Grand Slam in his young career. And everybody's bombarding him with the media, everything. How come you're not playing well? Why is the putter balking? How come you're not hitting fairways? How come you're not hitting it long enough? He's getting all this noise in his brain. And as you said, he doesn't have enough time to figure things out because everybody's scrutinizing him so much. So the three months off, I was so looking forward to seeing what he was going to be able to come out and do. He shoots 65 in the first round, makes six birdies and only one bogey. But get this, he drove it 310 and a half yards off the, off the tee in the first round, Mm. only hit 50% of his fairways, but 83% of his greens and the putter is where it needs to be. Strokes game putting three point two eight eight percent, and the confidence—the the confidence was there. Confidence there, yeah. Total confidence there, yeah. And that—that's huge. I mean, especially with putting, right? And that's uh-huh. when Jordan burst onto the scene. You saw him almost willing putts into the hole, like it just. Putts went in from everywhere. Even when he won yep. his last major, you know the the go get that putt uh, at the Open Championship from mm-hmm. um, you know a mile away, and it, it just those are the kind of things that great putters, you know, it, that's the kind of putt that Nicholas made on seventeen. It's the kind or sixteen. It's the kind of putt that you know Tiger would make, you know, in so many of his majors. And you saw a guy in Jordan Speed do that, so you thought, okay, here comes. This next guy, I know there's not a next Tiger, next Jack, but here comes this guy. And then to see him really fall and struggle uh, w- was yep. was shocking almost, especially the putting, uh, where it just seemed like he was so automatic. And so, anyway, good to see him find some confidence. I think Jordan Spieth is good for the tour. I, I, I personally am a fan of watching him play golf, so I, I was Total. happy to see him yep. play well. And now, look, I don't just to go back to some of your comments, I don't really feel bad for Jordan, like the fact that he didn't have time or he got a lot of scrutiny because of his early success. No. Look, that's that's part of it. Um, but that's part of being in the spotlight. That's why you get paid so much money. That's why you are where you are. But uh, good for him to get a bit of a timeout and be able to come out uh, and uh, and play well. Hopefully he continues to, to build on that and can he be totally one of those. benefited from it, 100%. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and then I see his his pal Ricky Fowler struggling a little bit, and I thought, you know, they're probably about six months. I can't remember how far they are behind the the weddings, but yeah. but maybe Jordan was adjusting to married life, and now Ricky's adjusting to married life. Yeah, uh, I can't Could put be. it on married life. You can't do that. <laughs> married mean, life's good. Meanwhile, Justin Thomas is like, all right, you boys have fun. I'm going to sit back here and just win golf tournaments while you're all adjusting to your new life. <laughs> So. Well, and, and, you know, Justin Thomas played in the group with Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth and Dustin, Justin Thomas 
looked like he was definitely firing on all cylinders. I loved his Todd Lewis on the on the golf channel talked with him after his first round after he shot his six under sixty four. Um and he said, you know, you know, were you nervous? What did you feel? And and he said, Yeah, I was a little there were nerves there. Um there were competitive nerves, but they were nerves in this kind of crazy time where we've had three months off and it was time to get back to playing golf again. He also asked him about what he did. Um, how did he get himself ready to be in shape and competitive shape to play golf? And, you know, he said first, first month, nothing. Didn't play golf. Um, second month, out playing with friends and stuff like that, but not really trying to grind hard and practice hard to try to get himself into tournament comp- competition uh, shape because didn't know when they were going to be back. It, it could be a month. It could be two months, you know, that kind of thing. And then when he, when they found out when they were coming back and which event they were coming to, then that's for the, for the final month. That's when he started to practice. That's when he started to hit balls and started to dial in. And I'll tell you what, he was dialed in three under the front round, front nine, three under the back nine, uh, with his first round back 314 yards off the tee, not very straight, only 35% of his fairways, but 72% of his greens. And he putted extremely well, 3.644, um, strokes gain putting. You know, it's interesting that there's people take different approaches. Some people just like to play golf. They'll play all the time, regardless of whether they're in the middle of a competition season or whether in the off season, or in in this case, a shutdown, they'll just play golf because they love to play golf. Others really, it's such a grind to them. It's such a focus, or maybe it's a required focus that they they benefit from time off or time away yeah. from it, right? So yeah. uh, while, while uh, Justin Thomas may have taken that approach, I'm sure there were plenty others that just, you know, played as much as they could, and that was good for them. They they don't get that sort of fatigue, perhaps, you know. So it's just really a different approach. What Mentally, uh, physically, you know, h- how is it that you respond to a lot of golf versus little golf? I know there's some people you take too much time off and, that they're going to lose some momentum. And, and Rory McIlroy is one of those guys. I mean, as great as Rory, look, somebody plays seven times before the break and all of them were top fives. I mean, that's a guy that doesn't yep. want any kind of timeout, man. He was he was hoping Augusta was, would come as quick as possible as well as he Keep was riding playing. the wave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, let's let's talk about a couple other guys. Uh, we mentioned uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, the, the guy is blown up. I mean, he's he is huge. Um, and I don't mean it in a bad way. I don't mean to bash no. on him or anything like that. It's just a little bit alarming. Uh, you, you just kind of go, wow, uh, he's, he is massive. But, boy, he he showed it in that first round. I mean, watching him play seemed like he was clicking. He definitely was. He had six birdies and a bogey in the first round. But But the thing that was remarkable is he was playing with Dustin Johnson and Rory and Bryson hit the ball off the tee 345 and a half yards. On average, that's that's crazy. It is crazy, and, and it's crazy that he did it around Colonial, where you don't necessarily yep. need to do that. That's exactly right. And as you were talking about that, he did it around Colonial. He hits almost sixty-five percent of his fairways, hitting it that far, three hundred mm. and forty-five and a half yards, and then that in turn went to eighty-eight percent of his greens, um, and where he struggled a little bit compared to some of the other guys, one point six three eight strokes game putting, but I'll tell you what, 
he looks huge. He's he's thick. Um, his neck is thick. His he's he's thick in his jowls and in his face. <laughs> jowls. <laughs> and and side by side, I saw some I saw some video of him side by side. He looked skinny before. Now he looks thick, and it's crazy how far he's hitting the ball. Your your buddy, your guy uh, that you caddied for on the PGA Tour, former winner there at Colonial, Keith Clearwater, got really yep. into building his body, and in some ways it was a little detrimental to him. What was? I know you had a chance to to talk to him or hear some comments from Keith. What do you have to say about Bryson? You know, he's he's re- very impressed with with what Bryson's been able to do. Um, he played a practice round with him this week at Colonial, and he said. Bryson is absolutely bombing the ball, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be around for a long time. Mm. All right, there you go. Keith with some inside feedback there. All right, so it's great when you are you know, young, when you are uh, in shape, when you're in the prime of your career, but how about if you're 61 years old and you get inv- invited to come play in this event and you become the first player that's 61 years or older, to shoot a 65. I'm talking about Tom Lehman. What a round by Lehman. Maybe it's some leftover Casper Karma from joining the show a little while ago, huh? Yeah, it was fun to have him on and and tell some stories about the British Open and, and, uh, and, and playing golf, having his sons, that kind of thing. And, you know, and it's great to see Tom Lehman playing some great golf. He is a phenomenal golfer. He's a great ball striker, and uh, and this is a golf course that he's played a long time throughout his career on the PGA Tour. He's played some great golf here, and it's great to see him back in the mix. Oh, I mean, five under par. Clearly, it doesn't matter. And by the way, I did notice, Bob, he missed yeah. three fairways and three greens. Which yes, is he did. It's, which is exactly what I did when I shot sixty seven five under. So <laughs> I'm just uh, just wanted to point that out. So and and his strokes game putting. Three point three three seven. Yeah, he had twenty eight putts. I had twenty nine. I think. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. But hey, what can just you just keep keep bringing that back up? And and you know what else, uh, Tom and I have in common? Hmm. We're the same birthday. So I mean, you know. Yes, you do. I have something to look forward to. When I'm sixty one, I expect to be able to drop a little sixty five on there. So anyway, I'm Good I'm, luck. I'm looking. <laughs> Hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we got to mention the Ryder Cup. Uh, there's some news coming out about the Ryder Cup, some players weighing in on it as well. We'll talk about that as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. 
What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us as we welcome the return of uh, professional golf. And it's great to see the players out playing and competing at Colonial Country Club. And uh, as promised, we wanted to give you a bit of more uh, of a closer look, I guess as close as, as the media are allowed to get this week. Rex Hoggard with Golf Channel is there in Fort Worth. Hey, Rex, how are you, man? I'm good. It's live golf. We get to actually talk about golf. It's a special day. <laughs> How about I love that? It. No speculation on what, when, this, that. So what what are your initial impressions? Just kind of give us the feel because I think that's one of the question marks was how is this going to feel coming back, especially under unique circumstances? Well, I mean, when you started Thursday morning, Ryan Palmer hitting the first tee shot at 6.50, it felt just like normal because let's be honest, most Thursday mornings at 6.50 on the PGA Tour – don't really have many fans out there. So I don't know that it really felt that much different than what you would normally have. Now, as the day went on and I went out and followed Phil Mickelson for a little while, that, that felt very different. Because as we all know, I mean, Phil lives for that interaction with the fans. It's in his DNA. And there were some real awkward moments where he made a birdie on 18 and there was like three people around the green who clapped and one of them was the swing coach. So it was kind of, you know, and Phil did, Phil did the tip of the cap thing. But it was something you were going to get used to. But I think what well, at least I discovered talking with players after two days, sort of that competitive cocoon that you put yourself in sort of has made it just feel as close to normal as we could probably expect. Now, I would anticipate that changes on Sunday. 
Now, clearly the crowd comes into play on Sunday when guys get in the hunt, and you're not going to have that, and that will definitely be a different feel. But so at least the first two days, I mean, it feels like guys are playing tour golf again. Yeah, I was telling I was telling Brian and watching the broadcast, being able to see guys hit shots, and 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 it all looks the same except you don't see fans on the ropes, which which is kind of weird. But um, what kind of precautions are they taking this week to make sure everything stays clean and, and the guys aren't, aren't affected as, as far as COVID is concerned? Oh, well, the tour came up with a plan. I mean, this is three months in the making, the protocols, the health and safety plan. And it, it, this started really weeks ago for the players. But last week, even before they traveled here, they took a, a COVID-19. Uh, you had to test positive to travel once you land, once you got here to Fort Worth. You had to take another test. And I think all the other protocols that are in place is it created a bubble essentially where caddies and players and officials trying to keep them in the same hotel, trying to keep them separated from just sort of let's call it the general population, the people who haven't been tested. So that's that's way I can think of describing it. And it's by and large, it's gone pretty well. And look, there's been some reports, and certainly I have seen plenty of things where some of the things the tour put into place golf clubs for example i mean the tour recommends that the player pull the club himself from the bag and put it back himself well that's just not the way that you do it right i mean the, the player pulls the club every time but then they always hand it back to the caddy, and that's what the tour was hoping to avoid i just think that's learned behavior i don't see that changing anytime soon because it's just what guys have done forever so i think there's certain things that are going to take some time maybe you know will never change depending on how this plays out but by and large all you have to do is look over it. There was almost 1,500 tests given over the last two weeks on the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour. I mean, all of those are on the Corn Ferry Tour. So no one here in Fort Worth tested positive. Rex Harder joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, you, you mentioned some of those uh, habits, Rex, when you have you know players handing the club back to the caddy. You talk about how they're trying to get into their mental cocoon, if you will. I told Bob, I, I haven't talked to any of the players about this, but I have to feel that when they hit a great shot or roll in a long putt, that the roars are going off in their head. And I think there's just you have to almost just play it like that in order to compete at the highest level because that's how you've trained. Do, do you have you have you heard anything like that from the players? Oh, we've seen it. I mean, Sung Kang made a hole in one on Thursday, and, and you know he did. He leaned into the celebration. I mean, it was you know fake high five, and but it, I mean, I think it's the only really way to go. And Pat Perez came off the course yesterday, and in very very similar situation where he's sort of tipping a cap and having fun with it as he's. I, I think you have to do that. That being said, again, I'm willing to fast forward to Sunday and late on the back nine. And I think that's where it, it's going to feel a little different. You're going to have to kind of wrap your mind around it. But again, most guys, all guys will tell you if the alternative is not playing golf, if we, we have to do it in front of fans. And this is the best case scenario right now. So we got, we got 20, uh, 18 of the top 25 players in the world playing this week. Um, the top five are, are in the field. Does anything surprise you about how guys are playing this week so far? I expected a little bit more rust, actually. I mean, it's been three months. And normally, if you take three months off, and we don't do that in golf, but if you take an extended amount of time, guys show up and they don't normally have their A game. And I know everyone's sort of on the, on the same boat, but it's kind of the short game that you would expect, right? I mean, that's the one thing that seems to go over time, and you've you got to work a little bit to get it back. But there's a lot of low scores out there today. I, you're not seeing that at all, which Lead you believe that guys haven't been sitting on the couch for three months. Yeah, and one of those guys that assuredly has not been sitting on the couch is Jordan Spieth. Uh, what What is your impressions and thoughts uh, watching him throw up a couple of 65s over the first two days? 
I think anybody, I think of all the people in golf, he needed the break the most. And I'm not trying to make light of it. I mean, no one wanted to go into quarantine like we ended up for three months. However, Jordan Spieth, he was able to use that time very, very well and sort of reset. I think he got away from the game. We all know he's been struggling for the last couple of years. And so it was an opportunity for him to sit down with a swing coach and his team and come up with a plan and, and try to get maybe a better grasp on what he's trying to do. I, I heard him say it a couple times today after his round. He's going to give himself grace which means that he didn't come out here expecting a breakthrough. He just wants to see progress. I think that's probably a good mindset for him, and it certainly has to be encouraging when you start to back with back-to-back six five. You know, Harold Werner III um, was quite outspoken uh, about, you know, the situations with what's going on in the country right now, and it's awesome to see him come out and with his platform of playing professional golf to put it on the line and and lead after – Two rounds. Your thoughts about his play so far? Uh, amazing. I mean, in look, he, you know, he kind of started the tours move in that direction where they were going to address what the whole country is really addressing, and for all the right reasons. And when he pinned his letter on social media, and I got to know Harold over the years, and certainly speaking to him this week, I mean, it's a reluctant position that he puts himself in. I mean, he doesn't feel very doing this because I'm sure he doesn't want to become the spokesperson for race relations on the PGA Tour. However, he felt like this was something important and he spoke so well of it this week and he showed insight and education and it was important for him to say these things and then to follow that up and play the way he's done the last two days. Because if you look at the way he was playing before we, in March before we went into quarantine, he was struggling. And so for him to come out and here and to play the way he has, it's very impressive. Yeah, no doubt. It's one of the great stories in the making at Colonial. Rex Hogger, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So uh, amongst all of the crazy things that we've seen, and I, may, maybe that's a little bit too uh, exaggerated, but how about Tom Lehman with the first round, you know, as he's 61-year-old, dropping a little 65 in there? That was something to watch. You don't see guys shooting their age very often on the PGA Tour or coming close to shooting your age. It was difficult. And, like, I, I – talked to Owen Brown uh, a couple weeks ago and he's in the field this week and they're both in the field as past champions and they're not taking a spot from anyone and, and certainly Owen articulated this and I think to a certain degree Tom feels this way that it's kind of important not just to be here as a, as a previous champion but it was kind of be here for the historic purpose of I want to see how this plays out I, I want to be part of history and you know the PGA Tour starting back again and I, I think Tom sort of embraced that and it, it's really cool to see him come out and compete with the young guys how about how about everybody's talking about Bryson DeChambeau? Three months off, and he comes back 20 pounds heavier muscle, and, and he's killing the ball off the tee. Um, that's pretty crazy. Uh, you know what? I, like, I'm not very good at math, but I kind of did this equation yesterday. So he puts on 20 pounds and shot first round 65. Harry Woodland dropped 25 pounds and shot first round 65. I'm not sure which way I want to go to play, play good golf, but uh, – Bryson is a, I mean, it's interesting. I was just watching the video on social media that he posted, you know, about his time in quarantine. It's, it's kind of artsy. It's kind of weird, actually. I don't kind of see what he's really trying to do there. But, I mean, we all know he's different, and he's going to try to come up with new and different ways, scientific ways, to play the game better. And certainly you look at the way he's playing this week, and you think to yourself, maybe he's on to something. Although there's times that you also look at him playing, and he's struggling, and you're thinking maybe he needs to go in a different direction. But, I do appreciate that he completely owns the fact that he's this mad scientist. I mean, he completely owns the fact that he's going to do it differently. He's going to do it his way. 
And when you look at the swing speed and the ball speed that he's had with this increased bulk, it's hard to argue with the results. I know TV adds a few pounds, Rex, but <laughs> how big is he? Because he looks large. <laughs> Ah, well, how many cameras does he have on? He's a big guy. Yeah, no, I don't, I, he is, he's a big cat. And, and you know, he was never small. I, I knew him coming out of SMU and had spent some time around him. But certainly what he's done in the gym really over the last, I want to say six months, on the offseason heading into this season, it's, it's a transformation. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. And, Rory, and Rory's right back where he was, tied for fourth right now. Hasn't had anything but, uh, but top fives starting this year. Um, Rory's playing great golf again, too. It really is. It was funny asking him about that. And, it, it, you know, no one articulates, in, in my opinion, better in the game than Rory does. And you sort of asked him, you know, is this what you expected? And he kind of pims and haws and he goes, well, no, you, you have no idea. When you're away from the game for three months, you can go home and practice. And I certainly practiced and spent a lot of time in the gym and did all the things I felt like I needed to do. But to come out and actually shoot a score, suddenly you have this confidence. I thought it was funny. After day one, he talked about struggling with his distance control with his wedges. So we asked him today, how did you, how did you find that, that, you know, what, what clicked from yesterday to today? And he's actually staying in a house with a simulator in the basement. So he spent last night hitting, you know, wedges and trying to dial in his wedges. Not many guys have that option. Wow. A rented house in the simulator. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, no yeah, doubt about cool. it. Hey, Rex, uh, before we let you go real quickly, uh, you're, there's a lot of talk about Ryder Cup. What, what's your thoughts, uh, you know, uh, whether the players will actually play it uh, and, and uh, whether this event's going to go off despite the fact that Steve Stricker has six extra picks or two extra picks? I think Rory, again, sorry to keep going back to him. He said it back. Like he, in his mind, it's not going to happen if it's without fans. And that's really the debate right now. Are we going to have it with or without fans? Because I really think, and most players are standing with Rory. I mean, they're all, all in the same mindset. It's one thing to play Colonial without fans or Hilton Header for the next few weeks. I mean, if that's the only option we have to play golf, I think everyone's fine with it. Playing the Ryder Cup without fans just doesn't feel right. And it, I'm not saying it doesn't feel right to me. It clearly does not feel right to the players. And they're the ones that have to go out there in the arena. So if for whatever reason they can't play it with fans or maybe a much reduced footprint, like maybe we're going to see at Memorial in a few weeks, I really don't think the players are going to allow that to happen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, any indication on when we'll see Tiger? Apparently he's not going to be in the field next week. Yeah, no, he's not in the field next week. And, and I was, you know, we all were tracking his yards that made its way up the Eastern Seaboard. And we're all speculating. And I was right there at the front of the class uh but I, I i would have been very surprised had he played hilton head and look there's nothing against hilton head i just think that where he's at in his game right now i think he's perfectly fine playing 13 times a year and i know he hasn't played a pga tour event since february and i know he looks so good in the match too and there's you know why wouldn't he come back at the perfect golf course for him but i just think where he is in his career right now he has no problem at all playing 13 events and it's, it's going to be memorial uh, the memorial yeah, I think you're probably right. Hey, Rex, thanks so much. Great job on your Golf Channel coverage, and enjoy the weekend of actual live action on the PGA Tour. I know. Birdies, bogeys, six irons, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rex. All the best, buddy. See you guys. All right, take care. Rex Hogger joining us right here. Golf Channel, check him out on the coverage this weekend, and uh, enjoy the rest of Colonial. Short break. We'll wrap up hour number one next right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much to Rex Hoggard for joining us. So we took a close look at round number one. We talked a little bit about uh, the first round and round number two with Rex and then left off there with Ryder Cup. And that is an interesting ongoing discussion, Bob, there. You know, we had uh, our good friend from uh, across the pond, Ian Carter, and uh, he said, look, the Ryder Cup's bigger than the players they should play it, if nothing else, to provide the entertainment value for those of us stuck at home. And yet you've got Rory and other players and Brooks Kepka jumping on that this week saying, it's not going to happen. And in fact, if it comes down to it, we'll probably have player protest or, you know, just basically boycotts. Boycotts, that's the word. So it's, it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about that coming up on the back nine. Tiger Woods, not in next week's field. When might we see him? We'll hit it all next. Thanks for joining us on Real Golf Radio.
USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The president is perhaps not giving an accurate or truthful picture. That's Seattle's Democratic mayor responding to President Trump saying yesterday that he might send federal forces in to try to break up protesters who set up a camp along six blocks of Seattle's Capitol Hill district, closing even a police precinct headquarters. Mayor Jenny Durkin says, in fact, it seems more like a block party rather than a violent protest. There is no threat right now to the public. And we're looking, we're taking that very seriously. We're meeting with businesses and residents. But what the president threatened is illegal and unconstitutional. She was speaking on CNN. Stocks up sharply in morning trading as Wall Street's trying to rebound from yesterday's steep sell-off. Yesterday, the Dow lost over 1,800 points. This morning, it's been ahead over 700 at times. And this is USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world, one life at a time. Once you start taking it, if you stop, you realize how much it was helping you because all those pains and stuff start coming back. I've always felt very tired and I just don't have any energy and that's all changed. I can't remember the last time I felt as good as I do now. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A bomb blast at a mosque in Kabul, Afghanistan, during Friday prayers, killing at least four people, including the imam. It came just hours after a U.S. envoy and top Afghan officials announced a restart of peace talks between the Afghan government and Taliban leaders. No group has yet claimed responsibility for the bombing. The Republican Party has moved its August convention from Charlotte, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida. After the Democratic governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, wouldn't guarantee that large crowds would be allowed to gather in the Charlotte venue because of the coronavirus. Florida Mayor Lenny Curry is a Republican. He says he will allow crowds for and against President Trump to protest as long as they do so peacefully. We have free speech. People protest and disagree and then people go vote and their voice will be heard at the ballot box, uh, and that's how we do that peacefully in our country. This is USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. A country superstar planning a very special social distancing concert. Here's more from USA Radio's John Hunt. Country superstar Garth Brooks is holding a concert that will be played only at 300 drive-in theaters on June 27th across the country. The concert event will follow specific guidelines recommended by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as well as state and local health mandate. We can have families jump in the car. 
come out on Saturday night. We are excited because this is a, this is a reason to get out of the house, but at the same time, you get to follow all the COVID rules from every individual state. You get to have fun and, and stay within the guidelines of uh, social distancing, but uh, we're calling it social distancing partying. The concert will be created in Nashville, Tennessee, and tickets will be just $100 per passenger car or truck, no matter how many you can fit in the vehicle. Tickets go on sale June 19th. And that's a week from today. Today is the fourth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. 29-year-old Omar Mateen, a security guard, opened fire inside the gay nightclub, and after a three-hour standoff, police shot and killed him. 49 people, though, died, and 53 were wounded. And The Bachelor will have its first black star next season, as ABC says Matt James will be the lead for season 25 of the show, which the network is hoping to premiere in January. You can find us online at usaradio.com, and for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us as we welcome the return to professional golf PGA Tour action taking place in Fort Worth, Colonial Country Club. It is the Woo-hoo! Charles Schwab Challenge. Yes, indeed. And boy, do we have some storylines that are taking place. We're going to get into all of that. Plus, we're going to welcome our good friend Dave Neville from Callaway Golf because not only are we celebrating the return of tour, but we're also sort of celebrating the return of golf. 95% of the golf courses open around the country. It's Father's Day coming up, which is a uh, typical or traditional, rather, golf w- weekend. Yep. Usually we're watching the conclusion of the U.S. Open that weekend. So, again, a great reason to celebrate the game. We're going to learn about some new wedges, uh, the raw wedges from Callaway Golf. So all that's still to come, plus expected to check in with America's favorite caddy as well. But, uh, Bob, when I talk about storylines, you know, some of the things that we were anxious to see, really curious uh, – to find out was uh, specifically in my mind, Jordan Spieth. And wow, has he answered the bell on this return with a pair of 65s to open up the return? You know, really the only glitch in his play has been that four putt in the second round. But I'll tell you what, anytime you can open up a tournament 65 65, 
and be five under par uh, in both those two rounds. It's it's phenomenal, and it's great to see him playing. He hit 90, 92% of his fairways in the second round and 83% of his greens, and he's putting like Jordan Spieth, and if he continues to do that on the weekend, he's going to be right in the hunt. You know, you'll let, yes, uh, we all, we've talked about the golf brain damage. I'm sure he yep. will focus on, and everybody's focused on that four putt. But uh, you know what? You can't deny the fact that he's playing good golf. And, and aside from that, uh, which is, is obviously embarrassing in a lot of levels, especially when you play Jordan Spieth's level, aside from that, he's been putting and rolling the rock with confidence. That's the part that's been exciting. Yes. It's not that he's just putting up numbers. He's doing it with some flair and with some style and with some confidence and and, and the old Jordan. And, and that, to me, is, is a big story this week. It is a big story. The other thing is, is that that happened late in his round. On his 12th and 13th holes, he made a double bogey and a bogey. But he turned it around, made birdie on his 14th and his 15th holes, and then finished off the round. We'll talk about that. We'll mention uh, as well the other storylines going on. Bryson is huge. Harold Varner III is having a week. Uh, really great story there. And uh, so many others. Uh, we'll talk about some of the big names that aren't playing so well as we're just getting started. Thanks for joining us. It's the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Golf is back. Thanks for being with us. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf.
In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Hey, Father's Day is coming up. Don't forget to get out to callawaygolf.com for a great Father's Day gift guide and uh, i'll tell you what the new raw wedges from callaway we're going to learn more about those in just a few minutes so stay tuned dave neville will give us the inside scoop from callaway but uh, a lot of good gift ideas available at callawaygolf.com and we thank you for joining us everybody excited about the return to the pga tour including reggie bush who had this to say to his man tony fino on the t-box hailing all the way from salt lake city utah Mormon town. So you know he got a couple kids. He's tall. He's brown. He got the shortest backswing in PGA Tour history. Mr. Tony Finau. Welcome back, young man. But this is what I don't understand. I'm getting full, complete turns, okay? I studied the great ones. I studied them all. I seen Dustin Johnson with his wrist like that. All right. I went to Tiger Jam. What else I got to do? <laughs> I went to Tiger Jam. I'm rubbing shoulders with the great ones. I'm studying them. <sighs> but then I, I see Tony and he's just barely turning. Barely turning. Like a little bit of a turn. And smashing the ball, 500 yards. There you go, Reggie Bush. You can check that out on Tony's Instagram or Reggie's Instagram. It's out there. And he continues to go on this, really, this personal angst and anguish about the fact that Tony has a little teeny turn and bashes the ball out there, as he said, 500 yards. I mean, it was brilliant. I mean, Reggie Bush uh, for the win on social media this week and welcoming Tony back uh, to uh, and golf back as well. But it's pretty funny, right? I mean, even the greatest athletes find themselves absolutely perplexed by this funny little game well you know the thing about it is you have you have all these guys you've got reggie bush and you've got um the goat um tom brady and you've got peyton manning and you've got all these guys these professional athletes that play the game of golf that love playing the game of golf you know what i've figured out and what i understand is that if you're an athlete guess what you'll figure it out and you'll enjoy playing it. That's why the guys are playing it. So as far as athletes are concerned, the game is right up their alley. Yeah, it gets those juices flowing that they were Absolutely. accustomed to, right? Uh, Tony Finau, by the way, uh, tied for 36 after two rounds. 
three under par uh, through two days. So uh, looking at the leaderboard, Bob, uh, and, and we welcome Tony back as well. He's a good friend of ours. Harold Varner III, what a week this week going on television with Jay Monahan and, you know, speaking up and standing up and speaking out against the uh, social injustices that we have witnessed and really just taking on um, that role as a leader and then using his platform to, to come out and, and shoot – Two great rounds of golf. Here he is tied for the lead at the halfway point. It's a tremendous story in the making. And uh, as Rex Hoggard told us last hour, you know, Harold wasn't playing some great golf before the, the quarantine. And it's great to see him coming out fire and still in search of that first W out here on the PGA Tour. Yeah, Harold Varner, 63 in the first round um, and 66 in the second round. He is currently leading by one shot over Jordan Spieth and Bryson DeChambeau. Jordan Spieth, so impressed with how he's come back out. 65-65 to, uh, to shoot his um, first two rounds at 10 under par. Bryson DeChambeau at 10 under par. Colin Morikawa at, 10, at 9 under par. Xander Shoffley at 9 under par. Rory McIlroy at 9 under par. Justin Thomas at 8 under par. Justin Rose at 8 under par. He was tied for the lead with um, Harold Varner after the first round. Um, Gary Woodland, U.S. Open champion, current U.S. Open champion, 8 under par. And uh, you know these guys—they've hit the ground running coming off of this off of this layoff of three months, and it's really fun to see them play. No doubt about it, and I couldn't be more excited to see Jordan Spieth finally getting things figured out out there. And I, I, I'm anxious to go back through. I want to know when the last time he shot 65-65. I think yeah. it's been quite some time. So, uh, again, a huge uh, opportunity with some time off and then a chance to come back out without the fans and uh, in a comfortable environment just down the road from his home. And it's, uh, relatively speaking, and so it, great to see Jordan playing well and here's hoping that he continues to, to play some good golf. But uh, you mentioned some great names in there, some great storylines, you know, uh, but not it wasn't all roses. For, for everyone. There's certainly, Bob, were some players that uh, came in this week with some high expectations. Some of the, the veterans, some of the guys, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention Dustin Johnson. I'm going to mention Phil yep. Mickelson. Wasn't exactly their week. Ricky Fowler as well. Uh, Phil Mickelson got to four and apart at one point and then kind of limped back into, uh, into the clubhouse uh, and got in at, at uh, one under par and then he shoots two, then he shoots one over par to get the even par and you know he, he finished tied for 80th and uh you know going down the road to the next event Ricky Fowler 73 in the first round 69 in the second round uh shoots two over par he's down the road also and Dustin Johnson 71 71 so those guys didn't come back as sharp as what what the other guys or the top players in the world are Brooks Kepka's at four under par Tony Finau's at three under par Patrick Reed's at three under par uh, a lot of good play by a lot of the top players in the world. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, it, it certainly is good to see. Uh, what, what other things kind of stood out to you, Bob? I mean, obviously they're playing without fans. That's a big story. Uh, the, the caddies and players are supposed to social distance in some ways. That We talked about that with Rex. Just it, It's sort of inherent to their day-to-day operations. It's not really happening. You're seeing players handing the clubs back to the caddies. That was one of those things that wasn't supposed to happen. Yep. But, I, but again, I've also seen uh, the – you know, the wipes out on the flag sticks and the mm-hmm. rakes. And, you know, I think I think players and caddies really doing their part to try to keep uh, this thing safe for everybody. Well, we know that 487 people tested for COVID going here to this event. Not one of them tested positive. So to a certain extent, they get on the golf course. Let me do my business. 
basically. Let me go out and play my golf. Uh, it, it, it's almost business as usual. But then, as you said, you see on the flag sticks, um, on the rakes, uh, probably on every tee is what was told us that every tee and every green, there's um, a hand sanitizer. The things are being done that need to be done. But for the most part, this is a great opportunity for the PGA Tour to step out, to to do it in the right way, and uh, and get these guys playing golf. Yeah. Get these guys playing golf and, and let the fans see it. A lot of speculation this week as to whether Tiger would play next week. And uh, it, it was confirmed Friday afternoon, Tiger not in the field at Harbortown next week. Although a tremendous field, uh, no doubt about it, for, for yeah. next week's event. Yeah, and that's a golf course very similar to Colonial where you don't have to hit the ball huge amount of distance. Um, it's a golf course where you need to keep it in the fairway, get it to the right side of the fairway or the correct side of the fairway because the greens, all, all the fairways have these oak trees around them with moss hanging, those you know, that Spanish moss hanging off of them. Um, and they're, the way to get the ball close to the hole is you have to have the right position off the tee to be able to get it into some of those greens. So, um, but it's a wonderful golf course. Um, it's, it's in, um, in Hilton head, South Carolina, and it's a great place. I love Hilton head. I mentioned the field, Rory McIlroy, the number one ranked player in the world, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson, Tony Fina, Patrick Cantley, Ricky Fowler, Sergio Garcia, Xander Schauffele, just to name a few who are all in the field next week. So uh, certainly exciting, although uh, I know a lot of people anxious to see Tiger make his return. Rex thinking it probably won't see him until Memorial. We're a couple weeks right. away from that still. Right. And Memorial, as we know, Tiger has won many multiple times there. It's a golf course that he loves. It's one that he's won. Um, he's, you know, he, he wants to make his start back probably at Jack's event. And I, I think, it, I think it's awesome. Well, it's more time off, but again, a lot of events will be forthcoming for him as, you know, the schedule ramps up, you know, going towards major championships and so forth. We'll take a short break. When we come back, my conversation with Dave Neville from Callaway Golf. Here's some good insight on raw wedges, the new MD5 Jaws, next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. 
Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Golf is back, and we're excited and celebrating a little bit this week. Not only are we watching the guys out on the PGA Tour Colonial, but I believe 95% of the golf courses in the country are open and operating, and Father's Day's around the corner. I know you've got that golf itch, and you want to scratch it, and so we're going to help you out with a little equipment as well. Our good buddy, the Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf, Dave Neville, joins us right now. Dave, how are you, man? Hi, BT. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to visit with you. And, uh, you know, it's fun to see some normalcy around our game, right? I mean, even though many of us have been able to play golf through this COVID time, having the PGA Tour back on TV just makes everything feel a little bit better. I know. It was great. I, w- I was watching it on Thursday, and uh, I know uh, Jim Nance, he, he came back to, just to announce it, and Sir Nick Faldo, and it feels like a uh, little bit more is right with the world when when those guys are announcing and the PGA Tour is back and what a field at Colonial this week. Yeah, do you think how many of us now have an NBA in uh, uh, golf history, uh, at least tour history uh, for all the reruns and uh, rebroadcasts that we've seen for the last three months? It's pretty amazing stuff from all the way back in the black and white era to you know even just the last several years of uh, major championships and other events. It's been it's been pretty interesting to watch. And while I can appreciate it, and I have fond memories of many of those events, there's nothing like watching uh, live action, which uh, we get to see this week at Colonial. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we, we got a huge uh, field of Callaway staffers in, in the field this week. I think we have 29 staffers. Xander Shoffley's playing, Phil Mickelson, defending champ, Kevin Na, Brandon Grace playing really well. So a lot of Callaway uh, out, out in the field and 
a lot of Maverick drivers in the field as well. Yeah, congratulations on your continued success with Maverick. It's a fantastic driver. Uh, I know that uh, even some of the guys that aren't technically your guys, uh, some that are, you know, uh, big Big hitters and recent number one players that have won lots of majors recently are also using Maverick drivers. So um, congratulations on that. Uh, you know, it's interesting that we're seeing these players, and maybe this speaks to the um, workability, the uh, uh, accuracy of uh, today's drivers. But guys are, despite the fact that it's colonial and t- technically a short golf course for tour standards, a lot of guys just going ahead and hitting the big stick. I was amazed at how many bombs that I was seeing yesterday when I when I watched the, the coverage because you know they think Colonial call it Hogan's Alley I think they also call Riviera Hogan's Alley but these guys are supposed to be shaping the ball and they're just they're standing up there with the driver hitting it three thirty five taking it over the corner and it's like wow that's cool golf is back they're hitting bombs <laughs> it is cool Dave Neville Callaway Golf joining us as a manufacturer. When guys are hitting at 340, that's exciting on the sense that you're doing something right with your technology, but it does make you a little bit nervous as well that people are going to overreact to the distance and that's going to somehow cause you guys to have to do something different. They're going to overreact, or they already have overreacted. <laughs> Good point. But, um, no, I mean it, it's interesting out there at Colonial. First of all, I think it's like ninety or ninety-five degrees out there, and then they got they got it firm. So the ball always uh, rolls. Um, I've been able to be out at some tour events and, and watch practice rounds, and I, I think your regular golfer would be amazed at how firm and fast they have these courses set up. So I would love it when I hit a drive, if I got 35 yards of roll when I, after I hit the drive. But a lot of these guys, yes, they carry it a long way, but those fairways are firm and fast, and the ball rolls a long way also. No doubt about it. Hey, uh, one of the things that, are, that is important at a golf course like Colonial, small targets and uh, difficult surfaces, especially if you're having to come out of some of this uh, Bermuda rough, is you know the wedge game and the short game and and obviously if the driver's clicking then you're going to be hitting more wedges into these greens uh, i love that you guys have come out with uh with a new raw version of uh of of your uh, jaws wedge uh, tell us a little bit about that and uh what what's kind of the story behind it yeah i mean people are always clamoring for the raw wedges because they see it out on tour a lot of the the tour guys use raw wedges really for two main reasons one is around the glare because they play in the sun most of the time. It's usually pretty warm when, when they're playing, and sometimes you set down a chrome wedge and it reflects right back on you. So that's one big reason. The other thing is a lot of tour players have little tweaks made, a little bit of grinding, and when you have a chrome plated or PVD plated, you're actually grinding through that plating, and uh, the, the chrome plating flies everywhere. It's kind, of, it's kind of gross, actually. So a lot of them use the raw wedges for that purpose, and then there's the feeling that if they rust, they're going to spin a little bit more, which we'll say we haven't been able to prove. But um, in, in, if it gets in the tour player's head, they, they love it. So we wanted to come out with a new lineup. We also added a, a few models this time. So really excited about this new offering. All right. So tell us about the new – well, I want to hear about the new models. But I, I think that's interesting, the notion that, the, that if you rust them out – they don't spin more because as a kid, that was the thing. I remember having some of these wedges. I don't even think they were raw back in the day, but we were soaking them in buckets of water, adding vinegar. We were doing anything to get them to rust because that was the cool thing, right? And that was 25, 30 years ago. Uh, but we all thought if we did that, somehow we'd get more grip 
up and spin them a little more, which not sure why we needed to when we were playing a lot of golf balls. But I guess, you know, for the for, for the least recent history, everybody loves to see that ball check and spin back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to, to take it deep, the reason why people, the, the raw might get you a little more spin is you don't have that chrome uh, plating layer on it. Now that plating layer is super thin. We're talking about 30 microns uh, or less. But when you first get a raw wedge, it could spin more than the chrome. But here's what's interesting. Over time, the edges of the raw uh, will actually wear quicker. And so at some point, your chrome wedge will start spinning more than your raw. So there's a little bit of a, a crossover there. But it's always been the perception that if you if they were rusty, they would have this extra surface roughness and give it a lot more spin. But we haven't been able to prove that necessarily. Now, see, I love this. Dave Neville is the Senior Director of Brand Management with Callaway. He's not the engineer. He's not the guy that is uh, the architect behind these wedges. He's the guy responsible for telling the story and selling the product, you know, across the country. And he's giving you the insights. He's give, he's You're leveling with us, Dave. You're not trying to feed us this, hey, they're rusty, they'll spin more, even though everybody would accept that. You're giving us the straight facts. I love that. And uh, you know what? It's, it's worth pointing that out because so many times, you know, people in your position get uh, sort of accused of, of being uh, running the hype machine a little bit around a uh, golf club releases, huh? Yeah. I mean, your, your mileage will, will vary with the, with the raw wedges. Uh, but it definitely is a cool lineup. We do it custom only because the other thing is we don't necessarily want to send these into golf shops and then they're rusting on the shelves. Cause there's a lot of people who actually don't like the look of the rust, uh, either some, some do, some don't. So we actually, uh, custom build them for you. We put them in an oil bag. So when they arrive at your house, they're not going to be rusted, uh, at all. They actually have a nice kind of dark gray patina to them. And then depending on whether, like you said, you want them to rust, you could soak them in, in Coke or you can kind of keep them, if you, if you wipe them and dry them, you know, they'll maybe get small rust spots, but they're not going to go uh, fully rusted out on you. I like it. But it gives you that sort of custom, cool, well, the raw look is exactly what they mm-hmm. are, right? So you mentioned mm-hmm. some new models. What, tell us about that. Yeah, this is an interesting one. So uh, ever since we launched um, the, the MD5 Jaws on tour, which has been a huge hit, our best ever tour launch, our most successful wedge ever, Roger's been working with the tour players, and he actually worked on a new grind, which we call the T-Grind, and the T stands for tour, basically from his work with tour players. It's a lot like the C-Grind, but it actually has a higher center of gravity, which actually means that the ball will launch lower. It's about maybe one to two degrees, but that's, that's pretty visible on those, uh, those shorter shots with a 58 or 60 degree. And it will tend to, to spin more because the CG is a little bit, a little bit higher. It also has a straighter leading edge. So the shape is a little bit different than, than the jaws. This is the wedge that Mark Leishman won at Torrey Pines with and mm. the one that he's had in his bag um, all year. So really excited to offer that. That's in the 58 and 60. And then in the 54 and 56, we have a new X grind available. So the X grind has been available before, but not in the 54 and 56 in the sandwich. That is a high bounce crescent shaped sole. So really for the player who tends to be pretty steep into the ball, but they still want to be a shot maker. They still want to be able to open up the wedge in the bunker. That's going to give you plenty of bounce, 12 degrees of bounce. That's the X grind. And then we threw in a ultra lob. So we have the 62 C, which was not available in the jaws lineup previously. And so if you'd like to hit the ultra flop shots, 
You've got the 62 with the C grind, which is the crescent sole. I love that. Uh, and, and how, uh, I mean, is Phil still carrying 64? And, and do you get requests for that? Can you get that in a, in a custom? We have that in the PM grind. So gotcha. uh, the one that, that Phil uses, obviously, is the PM grind. He carries three PM grinds and 64 being one of them. So we have that in righty and lefty in the in the PM grind. In the Jaws lineup, the 62 is the highest that we go up to. Gotcha. I love that. That's uh, that, that's awesome. And then, you know, and then again, again, going down to the heart of it all, right, you talk about the most aggressive groove in golf. And so what, what, we got grinds, you got finishes, but talk about those grooves. Yeah, the, the Jaws groove is the most aggressive groove we've ever made. And it all has to do with the wall angle. People think that how big the groove is is what gives it the spin, but it's really that edge radius. You really want a sharp, sharp edge radius. So when the ball rolls up the face, it grabs that edge. It keeps the trajectory low with tons of spin. So this is the most aggressive groove in golf, the Jaws groove, 37-degree wall angle, super aggressive. It lets you fly it right at the pin, and it's going to grab tons of spin uh, on it. You can see the tour players hitting it. Try it for yourself. It is very, very noticeable, the amount of spin on these wedges. I can personally attest, having played the Jaws for the last year, that uh, they they absolutely grab. They're fun to hit. They make you feel a little bit like you got some tour sauce in you, even if uh, you don't uh, compared to the tour players. And most of the tour players are trying to control their spin. Most of us are trying to just get the right amount of spin. And, and so, uh, But, but they are, they're impressive. They got a great look to it. I like the smokes, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've loved the smoke finish. Uh, they, they match the, the smoke wedges. Uh, that I've been pl- or the smoke irons that I've been playing uh, the Apex Pro, so uh, it, it's a pretty sharp looking set. And on a regular basis, people are are dipping into my bag saying, "Hey, uh, what, what what you got there?" So they, they do have a nice look to them as well. Yeah, so we have a ton of different uh, models uh, available. So in the main lineup, twenty three different loft bounce combinations, and then we're adding another eighteen with the raw lineup. We have the whole PM grind lineup, which goes all the way from fifty four to sixty four. Uh, and even we have the, the sure outline up as well. So we've got more wedges available than anybody else in golf. We encourage people to go out and get fit, find the right wedge for themselves. A lot of people don't get fit for wedges, and uh, it is a very good idea to get fit for wedges. Believe me, all the tour players are working on their wedge game all the time, and they're really trying to get the right grind for, for their technique. That said, Dave, don't you think wedges are pretty, especially if you're getting one, you know, again, off your website, using some of the the, the, the features that are available there on your club selectors, not a bad gift to, to go for Father's Day, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that I think are, I, putters to me are tough if you're just going to, quote, surprise dad with a putter i think wedges are one of those things that you i don't think dad would be bummed out at all to see a new wedge and if anything of course he has the option to maybe swap it out at the pro shop for for the uh, different grind or different loft uh, what it might be but it seems like wedges are always a good gift yeah a lot of people keep wedges longer than they should they keep them uh, as long as they keep irons and that's not a great idea with wedges they really if you're playing a lot of golf you really need to replace them every one to two years all right not just saying that because i work for callaway but the the spin they're used in bunkers they're used out of the dirt they're used around the greens they're beat up people practice with them and you lose spin over time on them so you really need to be replacing them every one to two years one thing to think about for father's day we have this huge callaway customs program you could get them stamped with your dad's name you can get them in your college colors pro team colors you can have some fun uh, with it you can even put happy father's day on there if you want to um, tons of different options available through callaway customs 
Perfect. Dave, thanks so much for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for celebrating with us, sir, as Father's Day approaches and golf is back. It's a great thing for all of us and uh, we always appreciate your insight and information. Always good to be with you. Thanks for having me on, BT. You got it. You got it. Dave Neville, Senior Director, Brand Management, Callaway Golf, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Don't forget, Dad, a new set of those raw wedges would go a long ways. Trust me, you would be the hero. We'll take a short break. Real Golf continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. At Callaway, we've spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Odyssey Golf and the new Triple Track 7 available uh, on the market as well. And if you go to Odyssey Golf, they are the number one putter in golf for a reason. They're number one again this week at Colonial. Check out great Father's Day selections available for your dad or your husband, your whatever you want to buy, your brother, whoever you're buying Father's Day gifts. Sure. Yeah. Hook them up at odysseygolf.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us uh, each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. And uh, I'll bet he did go for a new putter. Um, might be something we should hook the caddy up with if he's ever out playing some golf. Caddy, what's up, man? Every putter is a, a, a belly putter for the caddy after three <laughs> three months in shutdown. <laughs> so, I love that. So we had Rex Hoggard on, and we are talking about how big Bryson DeChambeau is. And uh, he said, well, I did a little bit of math. And Bryson gained 20 pounds and, uh, was, uh, and shot 65 in the first round. And Gary Woodland lost 20 pounds and shot 65 in the first round. So I, I'm really not sure what I should do at this point. That, that was Rex's take. Well, it's important that the balance of the universe has been maintained, so that's uh, okay. We're going to be okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bryson DeChambeau, crazy how far he's hitting it. He's averaging what he shot. He averaged in the first round 345, and he's averaged 342 in the second round. He must be getting tired. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, man. He's he is thick, and uh, you know we, he embraces that scientist role. I mean, that's what he does, and I, apparently he feels like there's some advantage here. And it's hard to argue, obviously, for his first two rounds back at that size, he's playing playing well. It's the it's the bomb and the bomb and gouge strategy. Hit it way down there, and doesn't matter if you're in the rough because you can knock it on the green and make a par anyway. And if you happen to be in the fairway, you can hit a wedge close enough to get that proximity where you're more likely to make some birdies. And that's how VJ played his career. Um, yep. I think VJ transformed the way Tiger approached the game after that when VJ won 17 times in two years and he was hitting driver everywhere all over the place. And I, I think Tiger Woods was a pretty accurate ball striking machine and then ended up kind of being long and crooked after that um, a little yeah. more. So. There yeah, he was, I mean, Tiger, Tiger, you know, he was right around 70% on his driving accuracy. And then when he started to kind of let it out, he, he was long to begin with anyway as a kid. But when he started to try to really let it out, that then that's why he, when he got a little bit crooked. Well, when he came out, those first, I remember very well the first few weeks on tour as a professional. And he was, maybe Daly was the only guy who was as long or longer than him. And he was straight enough and uh those first few years yeah long and straight that was so impressive and that's why he had the year 2000 the way he did it was uh that was an amazing time to, to watch a guy could have been the best of all time yeah for that stretch. 
No doubt about it. Caddy joining <laughs> no us here on Real Golf Radio. You know, a guy you don't normally associate with long and straight off the tee, at least of recent years, is Jordan Spieth. But uh, I'll tell you, this is a guy that's got it all all clipping, at least through a couple of rounds. He did have a a, a, a little gaff on a, on a green, but otherwise a pair of 65s, and he's just a shot back after two rounds. Spieth, yeah. He's um... – I wonder if he's making those 20, 20 to 25 foot putts this week like he he did when he was rocking and rolling but that's good ball striking. I know I know his ball striking stats were pretty darn good those few years where he was where he was rolling so um good good to see that. I I enjoy watching Jordan Spieth. He's entertaining. He's really entertaining. I think we should just put a mic on him when whenever TV goes to Jordan just Cut all the announcers and let's just listen to Jordan. You know, and his his interviews. You know, he's very forthcoming in interviews and uh, and isn't afraid to to say what he feels. But but the thing that blows me away about how he's playing so far is we always know Jordan Spieth is the guy that hits it around two ninety five off the tee or whatever. He averaged in the second round. He averaged three seventeen with ninety two percent of his fairways, and uh, Mm -hmm. that's that's what he needs to do to be able for the putter to bring him along and help him win again. That's an amazing, uh, boy, that, that's a great stat on a course like Colonial that's not easy to hit 92. It's not like hitting 92% of the fairways of Muirfield Village. It's Colonial, and it's dog legs and tight, relatively tight. And, uh, boy, that's impressive driving. i tell you, one time I was working on the book at PPC Sawgrass for the Players' Championship, and there, there was a special thing going on that day. I've probably spoken about this, where – they had put signs up on every hole where Jason Day had driven it in the final round when he won the players. And I would stand next to the sign and look at the second shot. And I was thinking, I actually texted his caddy. I said, um, I told him about where I was. And I said, I said, man, what did you guys shoot the last round? Cause I haven't played golf for a couple of years and I could break par from where he drove it. <laughs> and, uh, I think he shot 70 or 71, and I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. How could you do that? But it was just amazing amazing where he drove the ball. And that's such a weapon. That's why guys like most of the great players, Aldo is an exception, but most of the great players were very long and very impressive drivers. Palmer, Nicholas, Greg Norman, Tiger Woods. It's a, most of those guys could, could bomb it out there and hit it pretty straight or straight enough. Such a weapon, and that's what Bryson's strategy is. Clearly, Bryson has. Um, well, most most guys know now. Over the last few years, there's been a lot of knowledge gained on how to get club head speed and things like that from physics points of view, leverage and and um, angular momentum and all these kinds kinds of things. And and Bryson certainly knows all about that. And you can see him doing it in his golf swing. Um, the foot pressuring is a big deal now. Everybody understands ground pressures and things like that and torques. And um, he's probably a little ahead of the curve on applying that stuff. Probably not as far ahead of the curve as you might think because lots of guys know all about this physics on the tour and lots of teachers know about it. So, But he's applying it pretty darn well, isn't he? Yep. I think if I'm going to pick a horse right now at the halfway point, I think I got to go with Rory McIlroy. I know you guys are going to say that's really going out on a limb since he's the number one player in the world, but he shot 63 in the second round. Uh, that is uh, uh, ties his uh, lowest uh, round so far this year on the PGA Tour and this season. And 
you know, he he's just – he drives it so well. Uh, his short game seems to be on. And, uh, you know, he's he's had all top five finishes this year. He's he's due for another W and wouldn't surprise me. He, he just seems so comfortable and, and in the zone, which I guess you would when you're shooting 63. Well, that's an indication of how good Rory McIlroy is. is that he's the best player in the world, number one player in the world, and he shot 63, and we completely forgot to talk about. <laughs> well, we've had, we have mentioned nope. it. No surprise, right? So, I think there was a stat I saw. I think he's had in six starts this year. He's had five top fives. Or yep, something. yep, yeah, all top, all fives. top fives. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And Bryson's had a similar run, I think, early. Not quite that good, but very good um, as well. But well, Rory, look, I think we've said this a lot of times. If everybody is on their game, who are you going to? Who are you going to pick? It's either Ghostbusters or Rory. (laughs) (laughs) Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, Caddy, you notice the players and the caddies not exactly adhering to the suggestions uh, for this uh, that the PGA Tour put out about trying to keep everybody separated, including caddies and players. You mentioned this last week as we ran down the regulations and the rules and the suggestions. Uh, It's you know it's it's very difficult to have a player not hand the caddy back the club after they've drawn it out of the bag and hit their shot. And, and that's what we're seeing. It's just, it's just not happening. No, those are routines that are locked in. And a lot of people may not appreciate how big a deal it is to, those are routines that are developed over years and years and they're coded into your DNA. Um, I mean, there are guys, uh, in fact, Bob, this might be a story for you. Was it not your dad who would go back to the bag, put the bag back in the club, put the club back in the bag, and then start the routine all over again? Was that not your dad who did that? Yeah, and, you know the interesting yeah. thing is, is he he would put he would go so far as to put the, the head cover back on the bag on the club. Yeah, when his routine then, was broken, I mean his routine yep. started pulling the club out of the bag, and he understood that. Yep. And, yeah, he would look. He would look and. Uh, look at his yardage. He had a, a scorecard that he pasted his yardage ar- yardages off with, and he had a shoebox with all those scorecards in it. And when he would go to play in a tournament or go in a three tournament stretch, he would take those scorecards with him. We would arrive on Monday, and he'd check all the scorecards based on what he he mapped his golf course at. But yes, as as he would look and get his number and all that kind of thing, he would pull the club out of the bag. And um, if he was interrupted, he put it back in the bag, start all over, look at his number, get it all set, plug it into the computer, pull the club back out, and uh, take a take a little short waggle, get set, and go. There's a real there's something to be said, and I don't think it's paid a lot of attention to in game improvement, but routine, maintaining routine. I've heard stories of Tiger's father talking to somebody and watching Tiger starting to get ready to putt and turning around so he couldn't see. And he would tell you when he was going to make contact with the ball and he would be right on it. Cause that's how consistent tiger's routine was paced out, timed all that. And yeah, your body. Re- well, you think about players who have very distinctive waggles and you think about how pain Stewart used to shift his feet, waggle back and forth and then kind of bump, 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 bump the club and drag it away. Right. I mean, everybody's yeah. got these, these real routines that kind of trigger the motion of your body. And when you maintain them, it's kind of muscle memory or it's subconscious. It just happens. You don't think about making it happen and, and changing routine 
um, can just discombobulate you totally. Yep. So it's really unrealistic to expect an athlete to be able to get into his performance mode and not do what just he's done for 5, 10, 20 years, every shot. That's just not going to happen. So mm, yep. I think, well, look, the social distancing thing, that's a whole discussion that really scientifically the knowledge on how this thing spreads, what happens, all this and that it's constantly evolving. Obviously we know some answers. We don't know a lot of answers. So you can attack it from whatever angle you want. I just look at, um, overall, I think, I think the behavior is probably safer in general than it probably is if the guys were at home playing golf. Mm, yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, Caddy, we're out of time. Great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Terrific insights and happy to have golf back and, and watching live action on TV. And we appreciate you taking some time to visit with us about it. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. There you go. And that's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. It's time to tee it up at Uinta Golf's Father's Day sale. For a limited time only, trade in your old clubs and receive a 50% bonus traded towards any tailor-made inline golf clubs. All Nike, Adidas, Puma, and Under Armour apparel is now 25% off. Check out the Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder, which measures up to 400 yards to the flag. And introducing Bushnell's Wingman, the world's first Bluetooth speaker with audible GPS distances. Uinta Golf Father's Day sale going on now. Uinta Golf. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Dave Neville, Callaway Golf. Thanks to Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel. Thanks to America's favorite caddy for stopping by. And most especially thanks to you for being with us uh, each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Golf is back. It's being played. we got a weekend to look forward to. we got a star-studded leaderboard at Colonial. You definitely want to tune in and watch how this one plays out. We'll talk about it all next week and uh, break down Hilton Head as well. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 